Good morning. Anybody sleepy? <laughs> I've been to camp. I know what it's like. All right. Welcome. If you're here, anybody here for the first time? Awesome. Well, that's you. Thanks for joining us. Beautiful. We're, uh, it's a special Sunday because we are going to be able to um, turn this over to our, our amazing youth group and to Alicia and uh, Daniel and um, today. So I'm just here to help us move into that uh, the spaciousness. We, um, uh, we, Laura and I have a morning ritual. We, we walked in the river valley um, today and we do about an hour walk and we have a meditation we listen to. And it's quite beautiful. And in that meditation is by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, he, uh, he talks about there's a sleeping giant within all of us that wants to be awakened. And it's so beautiful. I'm always so inspired when I hear that. So our beautiful minds will take us so far, and then we have to step into the energetics of the, what we're immersed in. And we're immersed in the smoke of spirit. This song was so appropriate today. We're so blessed to have, have um, Mallory with us her voice. So on those walks, a lot of times things drop in that are just sort of random because you raise the veil and, and ideas, there's sort of a download, not sort of, there's a download that happens. And I remember walking, we were walking a few days ago and I remember being, uh, we were in, um, I thought about this uh, grade school, I, I went to Catholic church and we went to mass all the time. And uh, the thing that was the most holy thing in that entire mass service on a Sunday we had a, um, the 6th and 7th and 8th grade girls sang in the choir loft. And it was just such a beautiful moment. And I realized that that was really the doorway for me in that whole service because the rest of it was in Latin and there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of things that you shouldn't be doing and that, that gosh darn original sin kind of had me tethered to this, that negative energy that, you know, were unredeemable, but the thing that was holiest was the, the, those young girls singing so beautifully, and they sang in harmony, and they, they had this big choir loft that they were up in, and I thought, isn't it interesting that they had the, the highest thing geographically was also the highest thing that was happening there, which was that music. So music's such a beautiful pathway. So I want to share that with you. I hope that, that there's, in that there's some reflective listening about moments where you've lifted the veil. How does the veil lift for you? Because it's right here now. This is the moment. And we each do it differently. So find what works for you and work it would be my advice. You know, um, begging and pleading didn't work well for me the first 25 years of my life, but that's the way I was taught to pray. Uh, to pr uh, so anyway, with that said, I'm going to sound the, the gong um, and um, let you drop into your heart, if possible. Feel your heart expanding. Something of gratitude, appreciation might be a a doorway for you. I find myself a lot of times when we're walking in the River Valley, I'm holding my, my, my granddaughters. They moved, our granddaughters moved to London, Ontario for two years. And uh, I find myself carrying my granddaughter in my mind's eye. And I just think that's so interesting. But to me, that's just, a, that's unconditional love. It's an experience. So I'm just making it up. That's my meaning making. So however you get there, it's fine. You're making it up anyway. You're just making it up. So make up something beautiful. Right now, here we go.
Let's sing this together really, really gently and beautifully to honor the energy. It's not about forcing. It's about allowing. In this very room there's quite enough love for all the world. And in this very room there's quite enough joy for all the world and there's quite enough love and quite enough power to walk through our every fear for spirit one spirit is in this very room in this very So know with me in this moment. Feel your heart expand. Paramahansa Yogananda's prayer towards the, the last portion of his human incarnation said his only prayer was God, God, God. So the veil is lifted. The veil is lifted. It's a beautiful thing. So we're all here. We have all of humanity here. Whatever the longing is in your heart, whatever the, the sense of lack that is alive within you, the lack of love, the lack of health, the lack of money, the lack of joy, whatever it may be, it's come as a gift. So I affirm that and know that. You can borrow my consciousness to know that something within you is calling forth in your experience, even in this moment as we speak. The next right step, the next resource, the next insight, the next wisdom, for we are here to discover ourselves and we only do that by means of ourselves. And so we look out in the world and our world the people that populate it will inform us based on the awareness we bring to it. If we think we are not enough, we will gaze on the horizon and find evidence to support I or there is not enough. So in this moment, it's an opportunity for transformation, to connect deeply, to lift the veil and let the information drop in, to live in the mystery as well as to bring our best to every day. And to stand and stand with me in this moment in the expectancy of something beautiful and wondrous and powerful and creative and joy-filled, awe-inspiring, something that has never been experienced before, something new and bright and powerful. And so I just give thanks with you knowing that I stand fully ready, willing, and able to do whatever is mine to do, and I know that is, I am informed of what that is in each moment. For I trust and stand in faith. What I don't know and what is not mine not to do and to control, I surrender. I give back to source energy. 
because that life is my life. That life is your life. And so in great gratitude and appreciation, we bless our teens this day. We bless the experience they had as a community. They bring a, 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 an aliveness and a light and a shift in awareness. A transformation has taken place within each and every one of these beautiful godlings. And so they bring that joy. They bring the energy of that. They bring the insight to that. They bring the fatigue of the lack of sleep for the collaboration that went on and the demands that were placed upon them to look deeply into their own hearts, into their own souls. So it's all right and perfect. They have gone out into the world and they bring a gift back with them today. So in great gratitude and appreciation and knowing I will experience something today. I will learn something new today. And I will be awakened in a new way this, this day. This is my declaration. This is my intention. And this is my willingness to be open at the top, as Dr. Ernest Holmes so beautifully said. So in great gratitude and appreciation for what we are about to, what we continue to experience together. I give thanks. I release my words knowing they continue to work for me and anyone else that is in agreement with any ideas expressed. Because there's only one mind, the mind of the infinite, the mind of source, the mind of God. For this I give thanks and invite you to say with me, and so it is. All right, so I'm going to hand things off now to Alicia and our teens. Good morning. My name is Alicia Cluche Parcels, and uh, I am the lead facilitator here at the Center for Spiritual Living for our teen program. Um, I started teen group when I was 14 years old, and I'm 28 now. And um, so I'm just, I feel so privileged and blessed to be able to come and stand before you today and share from my heart um, and allow these teens to share from their hearts and share their experience. And... For me, both as a teen, having these experiences, um, being the participant and being able to go through these workshops um, at summer camp and in teen group, um, it changed my life and it continues to change my life today as the advisor, holding space and um, creating a safe place for these teens to do that inner work. And so uh, I just want to give you an idea of what summer camp is for those of you who haven't um, heard of it before. Um, we fly down to California for a week and uh, we drive a few hours up this dusty old mountain um, and stay at this Camp Buckhorn. And um, for this week we do, we group up into pods or families and we do workshops. Um, and the goal in this is to give teens a space where they get to experience personal self-empowerment through a spiritual awakening. So these workshops are built and created for these teens to go within and do that inner work and, and look, at, um, look at themselves and look at the lives that they want to create. And I think that this is one of the most important spaces, most important things that we can offer teenagers uh, because this is a point in their life where they're going through a lot of transition and... Um, learning about themselves and you know there's not always a safe space um, or clear direction for them on how to do that inner work and how to do that self-reflection and um, so 
this camp is really dear to my heart because I really believe that I would not be who I am today. I wouldn't feel confident enough to come up here and speak in front of a room full of um, some strangers and some friends. And, and I wouldn't have this sense of self-assuredness and I wouldn't be coming from the place of service um, and just feeling this dedication and love to serve and um, be able to be the container. Um, and so at camp, the advisors, we had 350 people on the mountain. We had 85 advisors and almost 300 teens. Um, and, it, and they come from all over. Um, so we are actually the only Canadian group right now. Uh, we're working on changing that. And um, you know, I think that my dream and the dream of many others is to be able to create a space where or be able to create a movement where every teen has this opportunity to go within and um, learn the tools to find their center. And what this camp is about is about, for me at least, it's about helping teens or people find that inner compass. Because I believe when we're born, we have that inner compass already. There, we, that's where we come from all the time because we don't know any different. And there's that connection to source, to the divine. Um, there's no question about it. And then, you know, as we're socialized and we move through, we develop all these filters and we learn what society thinks is right or wrong and we try to fit into these molds and we start to often lose sense of that inner compass. And we feel that for teens it's so important to give them a space to contact that place within them again so that they can live their life in a place of alignment and come from a place of, does this feel true for me? Is this standing in my power? Is this speaking my truth? And creating um, a movement where eventually that, like, I mean, the youth, these are our, our leaders. These are the people who are going to be taking care of this earth and creating a space where they can feel into their heart and their minds and their truth and their divineness, their divinity, is so important. So I want to give an opportunity for these teens to come up and share how this camp affected them and impacted their lives. And um, and how it has helped them come into touch with their higher selves and um, how it's affecting them now. And to thank you, the community here, who have helped support these teens to get to summer camp, because it costs a lot of money to get each of these teens, um, like to drive, or to fly them there, then to drive up the mountain, and meals for a week, and, and accommodation for a week, and, and it changes their life. It changes the trajectory of the path that they are on in life, and it is, so incredible, and it is so inspiring to hear. And so I want to give you that gift of getting to hear the experience of these teens and how, what you've done to help create in this world, because it is creating a ripple effect. So I'd like to invite the teens up. So they're going to share um, the parts of camp that they loved and 
um, lessons that they learned and the things that they took away and how it's impacted their life and uh, just give you a taste of what camp was like for them. Hi. <laughs> My name's Riley and I'm very tired right now. <laughs> um, so this year I attended my first camp and let me tell you, it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, the breakthroughs I've had there were amazing. I came closer to myself, my higher self, my God self. And one workshop that helped me with my breakthroughs was one called Work Hard, Crawl Hard. So <laughs> you were put in a box and there was a barrier. It was all the perceptions you've had that, of yourself that were negative. The ones you felt that hurt you, that made you feel lesser. And you had to turn those into positives. You had to change that. You had to give yourself the opposite. And once you did that for each one, once you believed that, they took it away. And then you were faced with the positives of your life. The ones that made you feel amazing. And after that, you made a mantra about what you knew about yourself. And mine was, my body is beautiful, my soul is beautiful, my culture is beautiful, and I am beautiful. <laughs> and even having small words like that, repeating that, helped lift me up, helped make me feel more positive about myself. And without that, I wouldn't be changed. I know it was a week, but it felt like, it felt so much longer than that. And it was just amazing. <laughs> Um, I'm also very tired, so, um, I have two moons under my eyes. It's pretty hot. Um, okay, so, when we first got to camp, oh yeah, my name's Mackenzie, by the way. Um, it was also my first camp, and when we got there, everybody was, like, splitting into, well, after we got settled in. The first day, everyone was kind of splitting into their friend groups and finding their people, and it was like big groups, like tw 20 people in each friend group, and I was like, not feeling that, because I didn't even want to be in a group with my family that they put me in, which was eight people, um, which turned out to be awesome, I love them, but I didn't want to be near them, because I didn't know them, so I was like, oh, inner panic attack, okay, I have to go make some friends, so... And I did, eventually. I had a group of six friends. I miss them already so much. Anyway. Um, so we got there, we got into our families, we met everyone. And one of the workshops that we did was, yeah, I know, <laughs> um, tweet in a bottle. Because you know teenagers like to, tweet things <laughs> and they were like okay 
They're like, they're like, okay, we'll get you guys interested in this workshop, Twitter. Um, <laughs> so we got a small piece of paper and we had to write a very positive message on it, like empowering what you would want somebody to tweet or just send to you. And then we put them in these little bottles and then we just yeeted them down a mountain. <laughs> That means we threw them in millennial. Um, so <laughs> we yeeted them down the mountain and then everybody ran down and grabbed a different one from the one that they threw. And they said we could open it after camp anytime we needed it. Um, so moving on from that, we'll come back to that later. Um, eventually, blah, 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 everybody's making friends. Boom, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, uh, we had a dance, which was really fun. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Um, but then we started nearing the end of the night, which it, this dance was on the last night, and it was like getting near the end, and I was like, time to start crying, let's go boys. So I was crying really hard because I decided I was gonna miss my friends. And we did this thing called A's and B's where everybody gets in a circle and half the circle closes their eyes and goes in the middle and everybody else comes in and just plays with their hair and loves them. And somebody just came up to me and whispered in my ear, he was like, you're a hot mess. And I was like, what? And he was like, go to the bathroom and fix your face. Um, Cause I was crying really hard. So I was like, thanks. So I did. And then I came back and we were all crying again and it was really fun. But like, honestly, I'm like, emphasis on hot. I don't care if I'm a hot mess. Um, <laughs> Anyway, back to camp. Um, we did like lots of really good workshops actually. And my favorite one was called What is in Your Way? And we just put sandbags on ourselves and decide what was weighing us down. And then after we just dropped them all and like did a power pose. Also. Um, and I don't know, it helped everybody with confidence. And like the thing that camp taught me most was just to like, accept who you are, negative and positive, because even the negatives, they don't define who you are, they're just little parts of you. And none of your attributes define who you are, they're just, they don't even build you up, they just are there, so you can always rid yourself of them. Someone come with me. <laughs> My tweet in a bottle was that everything is gonna turn out how it's supposed to be, by the way. That's what I was going to come back to. Yeah. Someone come with me. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's a little thing that me and Mackenzie were doing during camp. Um, <laughs> sorry, I have a script. Um, look at me being all organized and stuff. <laughs> so let's start with, hi, I'm Mark. Um, this year was, or this camp was a little bit different for me. Um, so joining, I joined, um, the center back in maybe mid to late winter. So I haven't been here that long. Um, and I didn't know how camp worked. 
and getting to camp, learning, and just thinking, what are all these people talking about? Like, oh, this is my Padawan year, not realizing that my first year was my Padawan year, meaning that this is my last year as a, uh, a teen at the camp. And uh, that put me in kind of a rut at the beginning because I was like, oh, this is uh, my only year here. Um, am I going to be, is it really worth it to like connect, make all these bonds and connections with people that I don't even know? And turns out it was. Um, Getting into like our families, uh, one of the workshops that Mackenzie mentioned was What's in My Way. Um, and one of the things that I was struggling with before camp was like self-worth. And that workshop like really spoke to me where um, just being able to like let go of all of the, these negative things I was talk thinking about myself, just like, am I worth the time and effort? And being able to just like drop all of them uh, basically like helped me like lighten my mood for like the rest of the week because at that point I was just like I was grumpy I even was like venting to Alicia like my frustrations with some of like the uh, other people in my the tent uh, all these other people will say that oh I like slept in a cabin uh, the male Padawans we don't get a cabin we get like a white tent. So while other people are like, oh, it's so hot in our, t in our cabin, we're like, we're freezing. We might get attacked by a bear. Uh, <laughs> but to lighten the mood a bit, um, <laughs> on, throughout the week, we had like these things, like we had the uh, advisor talent show. It was great. Um, one of the things that they did was the Foodomatic X, which I'm not going to mention it here. You can ask like... Alicia, Saskia, or Daniel about it, um, <laughs> but during like the Thursday was our uh, the teen hoot nanny, and at the end of like the hoot nanny, uh, all the Padawans had to come up and present a skit, which for us was like basically ripping into. Um, I see Alicia like telling me to wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> Basically, like, we had to, we could, like, rip on just, like, and make fun of, like, everything that was happening during camp, and we did not hold back. <laughs> um, speaking about um, what's in our way, what's in my way, um, one of the things was we had someone lie down, and with those sandbags, we just, like, start pelting some person, just being like, who did this to you? <laughs> but it was so, it was so much fun, just, like, being able to take all these things, being able to like make fun of it, and just like taking all this out into like the world. And during the last night before the dance, one of the um, international leadership had spoken to us and just like uh, saying, saying like, just doing like an introduction of themselves and saying that they might not, this might be their last camp of ever coming back might not ever come back to it, and that kind of spoke with me, because like, they were talking about, they were ready to like, let go. And coming down from like, Camp Buckhorn, I was like, bawling on the, uh, on the bus, just being like, I'm not ready to let go. And you know what? That's fine. It's okay to like, not be ready to let go of these experiences yet, because like, you can just take them, hold on to them, just like, take them out into the world, and 
Use them in whatever situation. If you're feeling down, then just remember, look at that tweet in the bottle, look into like your stroke book, read all these, these nice messages, sometimes just like laughing at that one message, just being like, you can twerk real good. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's, I think that's my time. <laughs> so I'll hand this off to someone else. <laughs> Hi, my name is Justin, and uh, this is my first year at camp. Um, this year I experienced um, a workshop that Riley mentioned, it's called Work Hard, Crawl Hard. Uh, it was where you crawl into a box and you'd read out your weaknesses, and when you felt like you were ready, the people around you would pull out the blocker, blocking you from going forward. And then when you went forward, you would read things that would make you feel good about yourself, and then you would uh, break through the box. And um, after that, we did um, something called a hoot nanny, um, where all of us uh, we did a skit on Canadians uh, meeting Americans, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was pretty funny. It was really fun to do it with everybody, and um, I had a really good time at camp with everybody. Uh, and this and, and during camp, um, I feel like I. I learned, like, I got to know myself a lot better than I did before, and it was really fun. Hello, my name is Alex, and uh, this is my first year at camp, and it was probably one of the best experiences I had. First, I'd like to talk about cabin bonding, and actually, yeah, cabin bonding. It was a night where you would go with your cabin or your tent and you would bond with them and talk. You'd do a bunch of activities and we just had so much fun. We had a great inside joke where I'm French vanilla almond milk, which is kind of odd. <laughs> but we were all different milks and our entire cabin was called the Milkmen. <laughs> so that was probably a really fun night. And we bonded really well after that. We talked to each other with very deep questions and very deep matters and just we could talk to each other about really anything. We trusted each other, which was really good. I'd also like to talk about Empowerment Night. Oh, sorry. Um, Empowering Night was just a night where they separated you into age group from all the way from 14 to 30 plus. Lots for the advisors. And we, I was separated into the group of 15 year olds because I'm 15 years old and we got to talk about the struggles, the benefits and just the, un, the misunderstandings that we get as teenagers. And it was just kind of a night to realize how much we have. And it really brought quite a bit of clarity into a lot of our minds and then we got to see all the 14 year olds well for me I got to see all the 14 year olds so I got to see my past me and I got to see all the 16 year olds so I got to see the future me and I got to see what that would be like in the future and I got to see what my past looked like and it just felt great and I got it was very emotional for quite a bit of people and it just really brought so much 
love into the room and I got to realize so many things that I need to forgive people for what they have done to me and I need to forgive myself for doing things to other people and forgiving, just forgiving in general. It's something that we should all do and it just feels really good when you do forgive someone for something they did to you or you did to someone and whether they accept that apology or whether they want to become friends again or whatever you want, that's just something you have to live with and you have to try and go through. And I kind of want to explain a little bit about camp. Just imagine one person in your life that you love so dearly that you can be your true self around. Now imagine 350 people around you through one whole week. That's what camp felt like to me. Hi, I'm Mara. I use they, them pronouns. And I was the first, this was my first camp, and I was the first Canadian to be in the non-binary cabins at camp. Non-binary, for any of you who might not know, is someone who doesn't necessarily identify with one gender or the other. And it's so important that there was this space full of more people who are like me and just being there and knowing that we are loved for who we are and all of who we are and not just being loved in spite of who you are. Hi guys, um, I'm Ayanna. A lot of you probably know me if you've been here for a while. I'm 18. This was my fifth and final summer camp, so it was my paddle on year. Um, this year was really different for me just because um, this year I felt like I didn't go very deep in any of the workshops. And I thought it was because the workshops were shallow. But then I was like talking to people and I was like, no, I just think I didn't go deep enough. But then, as the week progressed, um, I realized it wasn't because I didn't go deep enough. I realized it was because I had already worked out all of the really emotionally like charged baggage that I had throughout all the other years of camp. This year, I had just... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, this year, I could like focus on um, my future like becoming an adult, uh, university. I finished my first year of university, so I'm going into my second year. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, so I was like, okay, so then what does this mean for me? If I've already worked through all of my emotional baggage, what do I do now? Um, <laughs> and so I was like, Okay, so for the rest of the week after empowerment night when I kind of had a sort of realization of this, but it wasn't really a clear realization, I was like, all right, well, I guess I should just like go around and go through the motions. But then I realized I started helping people as the week progressed, like the younger teens who were struggling with stuff still. 
I found myself being drawn to them and like talking through their stuff with them and like directing them to advisors and practitioners and everything. Um, which is kind of what being a Padawan is all about. They call us the bridge because we're the bridge between the teens and the advisors and so we kind of help them out. And so I f took on that role and I took it very seriously. I would, during the dance, I would go around and help people who I thought were like struggling um, and it felt amazing. And before the dance even started, there was a speech made by one of the youth leadership team. His name is Jade. And he explained that he felt the same way I did. He felt like he had worked through everything and he didn't feel the need to come here if it wasn't going to do anything for him. So he was gonna find something else to do to help people. And I was like, yeah, I feel that. I resonate with that so hard. And then that is when I realized I need to become an advisor. At that, <laughs> Before that point, I had been uh, questioning whether I should because of my schedule with university and work and everything going on in my life. But this week really, really helped me finalize the fact that I'm going to do it, whether it's this year, next year, or the year after that, I'm going to do it at some point. And... Um, I'm going to take it seriously. I'm not going to do it just so I can go back to summer camp or for anything like that. I'm going to do it so that I can give back to the teens um, the way I was uh, helped. Like, I, I am so grateful for this camp, for the five years that I had there. It had, I, for, for those of you who have been here for a while, I, you've seen me come up here every single year and grow, and I've, I've changed a lot. <laughs> I'm more... I'm more confident here standing in front of you, um, and that's because of this camp. And so I really appreciate all of your support in helping all of us get to camp. I appreciate the advisors. You guys are amazing, and I love each one of you so, so much. <laughs> and I can't wait to work alongside you. I'm so, so excited, and thank you all. Thank you all so much. So we have like a little one last thing that I didn't mention to Alicia. Um, during the night light, we ripped on this during the skit, and we'd like to do it right now. <laughs> so like, everybody, snap your fingers and go. Mm. Mm. <laughs> We're gonna teach you a song, apparently. Um, so we do this thing at camp called Love Awards. And so, do you want to? Okay, so this is a love award. Um, do you want to go trying to find someone to give it to, or do you want to keep um, it, or what's I going on? Okay, it. never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, so we're gonna teach you the song that we do. So it's call and return. So we're gonna say I love myself so much, and then you're gonna say so much, and then oh, we're not. We want to teach it to you, but because you don't know it and there's no lyrics, we're gonna do like we're gonna sing it, and then you're gonna say the line. So I love myself so much. Much so you can love you so much. No, no. <laughs> Go ahead. I okay. So it's I love myself so much, so much, so I can love you so much, so much, so you can love you so much, so much, so you can start loving me. And then that's how it goes. So, so you can find a partner, I guess. Like stand up and find a partner, and then 
Like, you can sing this to them, and then you give them a big hug. So we're going to do it twice. We're going to be like... <laughs> I know, getting up is so hard. I hate, I hate standing. Okay. So you're going to hold their hands. Hold hands with them. And then you're going to go, I love myself so much. So I can love you so much. So you can love you so much. So you can start loving me one more time. I love myself so much, so much. So I can love you so much, so much. So you can love you so much, so much. So you can start loving me. Oh, give, give them a big hug. Give them a big hug. Thank you. That was fun. Great. This is Patrick. So much. I had the so much part down. All right. Thank you. Thank you, teens. All right. Yes, let's give our, an advisor. We're doing a song, right? Awesome. 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 You know, Steve Sandy went to a, a wedding and he, he sent back a video and said, Guess who's singing at the wedding? And it was in Ken, Kenmore? And then I said, that's Mallory. So she's all over the place. And, well, not all over the place. Andreas but, was there, too. All right. Awesome, you two. Here she comes. Pure, pure like the water. Let it run forevermore. To be clean, clean as the waves go. Crash into the shore. It leaves me smooth, smooth as a pebble. In the depth of love Carried by the winds of grace On the wings of a dove So pure, pure like the water Let it run forevermore To be clean, clean as the waves Come crashing to the shore Through the shore, it leaves me smooth, smooth. 
like a pebble Polished in the depth of love Carried by the winds of grace On the wings of a dove So come on and shine Shine as a diamond Protects the light of one From the source we have sent through the center as the moon reflects the sun. Arise and awake from your slumber. Kindle ancient flame is witnessed through the waves of what's a change. Though the essence remains the same.